Hi friends, welcome to the Hey Fundraiser podcast. I'm your host, Mary Hackett, and whether you are a frontline fundraiser, the operations professional, a board member, or just someone wanting to make an impact in your community, this podcast is for you. We cover all facets of fundraising, and our main objective is to give you ideas and inspiration to help you raise more money. Join us as we grow, learn, and make an impact together. Hey, 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 fundraiser. I want to talk to you about moves management today. For many years, I had heard the term moves management, but I really hadn't understood its power until I'd been in the fundraising game for maybe five to seven years. Now, I knew the concept and I understood the concept, but what I didn't do is actually implement it. And so I spent many years kind of flailing about and doing major gifts on the fly, which is not best practice. I was talking to a young fundraiser the other day, and I had mentioned the words moves management in passing, and she asked me what that was. Sometimes it's hard to remember when you're working with you know, younger people or people who have not been in the fundraising game as long as you, that they might not know everything that we know. So I thought I am going to hop on and record a podcast about moves management. If you're new to fundraising, this is going to be a great podcast for you. If you've been in the fundraising game for many years, this is going to be a great refresher. So let's start with what is it? So moves management is the framework and process of first identifying the right major gift prospects, then building a relationship with them, then soliciting them, and then properly thanking them for investing in your organization. It's a very specialized, curated path that you take donors on so you give them the best possible experience with your organization. But this isn't just for crafting the perfect donor experience. This is built to help fundraisers, which is what makes it so amazing. How it helps fundraisers is it helps you frame where you are with a donor and then what's next. Now, there are a couple different ways to look at moves management, but in the end, they're all the same concept. I want to take you through the process that I originally learned, and it might be a little OG, uh, and you might know it as different terms, but that's okay. Again, the concepts are really the same. So this curated pathway is called moves management because you want to, air quotes, move your prospect through the relationship stages until a gift is made. And really, it goes beyond that because you want to properly thank your prospects and donors after they've given, which sets you up for the next major gift ask. Within each stage, and we'll go through the stages here in a moment, but within each stage, you actually have moves that you want to conduct. Here's an example. Let's say that you've been cultivating a prospect for the last three months and you want to make some strategic moves to get them closer to solicitation. You might decide, okay, there are two moves that I need to strategically make so I can get them to the ask. The first move is you want to get them on site to see your programming firsthand. And the second move is you want to take them to lunch with your executive director. Now, both of these moves are going to deepen the relationship and they're going to get you closer to the solicitation. And there are also two different moves that could happen on the same day. And if you're really, really great at what you do, 
you'll always have the next two to three moves worked out for every prospect in your portfolio. Let's dig into the moves management stages. By the way, I'm going to link a download in the show notes that's going to give you all this information in writing. The first stage is identification. This is when you find new prospects. These prospects can come to you from a myriad of channels, like board members are going to pass along some names to you. New donors are going to come into your database. Or people you're just meeting out in the community that show interest in your organization. This is just a way to have a list of prospects that have just been identified and to keep them on your radar. Now, this is very important. Not every prospect that's been identified should be moved forward in the moves management cycle. When you have a list of identified prospects, it's probably going to be lengthy, but they shouldn't necessarily be in your portfolio. This leads us to our second stage of moves management. Everybody that's been identified needs to be qualified. So after you've identified your prospects, then prospects move into qualification. And this is where you conduct research to make sure that the prospect has both capacity and affinity. For many, many years, too many years, I skipped this qualification stage and I ended up wasting a ton of time cultivating people that probably should not have been cultivated. As I get older and wiser in my fundraising career, qualification is now one of the most important stages within Moose management to me. It should take a lot to get into your major gift portfolio. Your major gift portfolio should be chock full of people who know and love your organization. They should also have a capacity to make a major gift. You can qualify prospects by having a discovery call with them. You can also send an introduction letter and then follow up by a phone call or email. You might also meet them at an event, you invite them, and you sit down with them face-to-face. But the key here is just see if they're the right person to move into our next stage, which is cultivation. If you're calling and sending letters to prospects who are in qualification and they're not getting back to you, this means they should not be qualified. Like you bless and release. Remember, prospects need to have two things to be qualified. First is affinity for your organization. And if they had affinity, they would call you back. The second thing is capacity. They must be able to make a gift of $10,000 or more. I mean, based on whatever your major gift threshold is for your organization. So the name of the game is affinity and capacity. If someone has high affinity, but low capacity, that person maybe has more time to give than treasure and they can volunteer their time, but that person should not be in your portfolio. If someone has high capacity and low affinity, then you're just kind of chasing them around, trying to get them to care about your organization. That person should also not be in your portfolio. So they have to have affinity and capacity. So I'm, I'm from the Northwest, and every organization that I work with says, gosh, let, let's just ask Bill Gates to fund us. Well, we all know that Bill Gates has a ton of capacity. But unless you're like international relief or international health, 
he doesn't have affinity for organizations really outside of that through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So qualification is super important. And only when people are qualified should they then move into cultivation, which is stage number three. During the cultivation stage, this is where you build a strong, deep relationship with your qualified prospects. This phase of moves management can take between three and 12 months, depending on the size of the gift that you're pursuing, the pace of the donor, and the length of the relationship that you have with this prospect. During cultivation, you're going to have multiple meetings with your prospects. You're going to have phone conversations and site tours, and you're going to invite them to small, intimate events. You might even introduce them to other donors or other board members. They might even start to volunteer for you. This is actually a great temperature check with prospects to see if they'll give their time, which is very precious. If they give their time, they're most likely will give you treasure if they have it. Cultivation is a big deal. And I, I literally have built an entire masterclass around how to cultivate with best practice. I'll put a link in the show notes below. Cultivation is a critical step for securing a major gift for your organization. During cultivation, you're going to want to spend time with your prospects. And this means doing site tours, having lunches, bringing your prospect into the organization so they can see firsthand how you deliver your mission. This is also the phase where you're going to want to introduce your executive director or program staff to the prospect. This is an important area to learn about your prospect. And during cultivation, you want to ask very specific questions that help you understand what your prospect cares most about. That's actually another uh, download I'm going to put in the show notes. I think I have my 15 questions that I love to use when cultivating prospects. During cultivation, you're going to uncover exactly what program or project your donor cares about what gift range might be appropriate to ask for, and what type of philanthropic vision the donor has. And at the end of the day, that's our job as fundraisers, to help philanthropists realize their vision, which serves the communities we care about. Now, only when you know these things can you really move into the fourth stage of moves management, which is solicitation. In the solicitation stage, this is probably the shortest stage your prospect is not going to spend much time in this stage. Solicitation can be one meeting or it can be, you know, six to eight weeks as you're negotiating the terms of a gift. This is where you ask your prospect to support your organization with a monetary contribution. This puts you in, it does put you in a very vulnerable position. Like what if the prospect says no? Or what if I do something wrong and upset the donor? Like there's a lot of things that go through a fundraiser's mind during this stage, but I want to be very clear about this. It really takes a mind shift to gracefully enjoy the solicitation process. And the way I like to think about it is from a standpoint of joy. I have the awesome privilege of asking someone to support something that I truly believe in and that they truly believe in. That is so powerful. And so it shouldn't really be looked at as a drag. <laughs> like change your perspective and things will get much lighter and better for you. Now from the solicitation stage, 
the prospect can go in two different directions. If the solicitation is unsuccessful, right, you get a no or a maybe, then you need to move that prospect back to cultivation. There's there's more work to be done there before they're ready to commit. The second direction is if you get a yes, which of course, high five, uh, but then the prospect is going to move into our final stage, which is stewardship. Stewardship is when you spend time thanking your donor for the gift that they've made and also helping them to understand the impact of the investment that they've made with your organization. It's very important that during stewardship, your donors feel like a partner or an investor and truly understand your organization and its mission. In stewardship, you might do program visits or private tours or even you know, provide a personalized impact report just the, for that donor. There are so many creative ways that you can stand out when stewarding your donors. You have to remember that if, if a donor made a major gift to your organization, then they're probably making major gifts to other organizations. And you need to stand above the rest when it comes to how prospects and donors experience your organization. You can use platforms like ThankView or just sending fun messages to your donors. They just need to feel connected and thanked. And only when they know the impact of, of the major gift can they continue on through the moves management stages. Now, stewardship is actually the last stage of moves management. So this prospect will go back to cultivation for their next major gift. But it's very important that you only do that when you've properly stewarded and spent the right amount of time thanking them and educating them and just creating all the feels. So that's it. This is Moose Management. And I hope this either encourages you to adopt it in your fundraising strategies or if you're already using it, to keep using it. It's such a handy framework for major gift work. The second that I implemented this and started working the, the stages and the moves, my fundraising catapulted and yours can too. Until next time. Hey, fundraiser. Thanks so much for being here today. Did you know that we create a special page for each episode that has helpful links, episode highlights, standout quotes, and freebies? Check it out in today's episode description. If you loved what you heard today, would you kindly give us a rating and review? It really helps other fundraising professionals find our Hey Fundraiser community. I'm Mary Hackett, and thank you for listening.